Well, it's good to see, good to hear everybody here on this on this day here on on the 29th day of August. We are almost into September, and um, it's been uh, it's been a great month. God has been so good, and we've been talking talking uh, about basically enjoying life, and not only enjoying life, but we're also talking about uh, embrace happiness, enjoy life and embrace happiness. Amen. So we're, you know, tonight I thought that what I would do is I do a little bit of review tonight before we start really getting into, into the other part. We dealt with um, basically the three things that Jesus, uh, that Jesus conquered, and we're going to be getting into that. But let's pray. Father, we give you glory. We thank you, Jesus, for another beautiful day. I thank you, Father God, for those that will be listening in, those that will latch on to this um, study that we're doing here. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you, this would be a blessing to many in Jesus' name. And Father God, as we go into review tonight and we begin to start reviewing, Father God, I pray, Lord, that the words that will be spoken will be a blessing to many in Jesus' precious name. Lord, and Lord, as we go into a review of, of this, Lord, I pray, Lord, that um, different ones, Lord, that are um, going through. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would bless them. Father God, they're going through for whatever reason. Lord, I pray, Father God, that one, that you would encourage them in the name of Jesus. Encourage them. Lift them up, Father God. That one that is across the airwaves, Father God, Lord, that needs healing. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would heal in the name of Jesus, that you would touch, Lord, touch their body, in Jesus' precious name. And we give you all the glory and we give you the praise. We lift up pastors, Lord, uh, bishops, apostles, Father God, the men, the leaders, or uh, women at leaders all across this nation. Father God, I pray, Lord, that you would touch them, encourage them. A lot of us that are on the front line, Father God, I pray, Father God, Lord, that you would encourage, Lord, that you would, Father God, Lord, that one that's, that's wanting to give up, Father God, that it's not your will for them. They need your strength. They need your encouragement. And let that be done in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for it being done. We thank you, Father God, Lord, for them in Jesus' name. We lift up young people everywhere. Father God, as they're getting ready to go back into the school year, Father God, Lord, I pray, Father God, that everything that your angels will surround and protect them. As they go into the schools, Father God, they go to the schools, Father God. Lord, I, I, we're living in a time, Father God, when they're not accepting you in to the public school system. But Father God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would be with actually youth, Father God. A lot of them are confused right now. A lot of things that's going on, Father God, that they're confused about. Father God, I pray, Father God, that clarity will come in Jesus' name. And Lord, those that know you, Father God, I pray, Lord, that they will be a light, be that shining light there at the school in Jesus' precious name. And we give you all of the glory and we give you the praise. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen and amen. That's right, baby. Amen. That's my grand, our granddaughter. That's right here in the back. <laughs> yes. All right. So we're going over just a little bit of what we had from the very beginning. I'm going to be um, dealing with a lot of this. Uh, we talked about we talked about enjoying life, uh, embracing happiness, 
So we're getting into that part a little bit more. Um, we talked about in the very beginning, we talked about life. Life, as it is mentioned in the dictionary, is the quality of plants and animals, which makes it possible for them to do one, to first of all, to take in food, to get energy from it, to grow, to adapt them, to adapt themselves to their surroundings and reproduce their kind. That's what the dictionary says. It's the quality of plants and animals that makes it possible for them to take in food, to get energy from that food, to grow, to adapt themselves to their surroundings and to reproduce their kind. Adapt themselves to their surroundings. Isn't that something? Adapt themselves to their surroundings and to reproduce their kind. Okay, we're talking, we're talking about, uh, we talked about that Jesus conquered. There's three main things that he conquered. And I, I'm going over this again, and that is people, desires, and situations or environment. He, you know, so here it's life basically says you adapt themselves to their surroundings. That means basically to their environment, they adapt themselves. Well, where Paul was basically talking about whatever state that I am there will I be content, content, not, I will not contend, but I will be content. Okay. Okay. So here we go. We got life. Um, you adapt to your surroundings, reproduce your kind, their kind life as we know it, it is, as someone has said, what we make of it. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father. No one cometh unto the Father except by me. So he finally, uh, so we know uh, from St. John 14, 6, we know that life, number one, he said who he is. I am the way. I'm way. I am the way. I am truth. And I am life. I am life. I was looking today and I was thinking, I was thinking today about life, and if we wanted to do it as an acronym, we would say basically life is living in freedom every day. Okay, I'm going to say it again, living in freedom every day, L-I-F-E, living in freedom every day. And uh, I'll, I'll understand, I'll, I'll explain that in a minute, knowing basically I don't have, I, I'm not living in a way that um, living in a way of bondage. If you're living in bondage, you're not really living. The truth of the matter is, if you're living in bondage, you're not really living. If you're living in fear, you're not really living. You're existing. Come on, I'm going to say that again. If you are not living in freedom, if you're living in bondage, you're not really living, but you're just enduring or you're just existing. And to go beyond existing, come on, we need to go beyond existing. We want the quality of life. When he talks about life, he talks about fullness. Fullness, that means spirit, soul, and body, totally, above all, living completely. First of all, the creator of life must, must know what it takes to have life exist. Let's look at how it actually begins. That's right, baby. It begins in the thought. In your thinking, you can reproduce, you can produce life. Then action is put to, put to thought and life begins. 
so often it's not made manifest for some time. Uh-huh. It has got to have time to take form, to take shape, and to be. To take form, to take shape, and to be. Okay? And to be. Okay, Jesus said he was the way, the truth, and the life. So since he is, is the life, if you don't have him, then what do you have? The opposite of life is death. Death, basically, you don't reproduce. Death is fellowship broken off. Wow, isn't that interesting? So if you don't have Christ, which is life, then you have death. He also said, I am the resurrection and the life. John 11, 25 and 26. He said, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Man, I just, that is so awesome. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, dead to dead to so many different things. And you have people that are that way, that are actually have no fellowship. They have no fellowship. They're, they have no, there's no real interesting, there's no nothing. They are actually dead. But he said, he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in him shall never die. Wow, that's interesting. That scripture, man, that that's 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 something. Whosoever lives and believes in him shall never die. In other words, you'll continue, your spirit will keep living. You will never the flesh might go. That's right, baby. The flesh might go, but your spirit will stay alive. Wow. I believe that's what it, what it says when it says basically absent from the body, present with the Lord. So automatically, you automatically will still continue to live. Those that are in Christ will continue to live. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever lives and believes in him, that's right, babe, shall never die. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line, life is Christ. Isn't that something? Life is the anointed one, Jesus. In him is direction, which is the way, a clear path on which way to go. The problem we have is even when we know the way, our will gets in the way, and we have to choose God's, we have to choose God's way or ours, because a lot of times our will will get into way, get in the way. It's a little thing that was given to us at the time of man being formed. God made us in His image, so we have the power of choice. Often we don't yield our will to His, giving Him total control of our life, even though He has our destiny in His hands. Example: If you if you invented a thing, you know the purpose of why you invented it. Now, if it's used for something else, then it's out, then it's out of its destiny. It's out of its purpose. It also, if it had feelings, is miserable. Take an eagle and capture it, chain it up, put it in a cage, 
After a while, it will die inside because it was meant to fly. The eagle was meant to hunt, not for you to bring food to. It's meant to actually go out and hunt. Its purpose is to be the predator that it is. It's a predator. It loves to go out. It wants to go out and it has to look and find something that's alive. It's not like a vulture. A vulture will go out. Its purpose is to eat something that's already dead. So it'll go out and it'll find something that's already dead and get it. But the eagle goes after what is alive. You can't bring it dead. Wow, isn't that something? Living life to the fullest is nothing more than staying in your destiny and purpose, allowing God to be what he called you to be. We often sway because of various reasons and distractions and lose focus on the life that God has for us because our energy is drained and we cease to grow. Also, our desire to reproduce is lost. We become concerned with ourselves instead of sharing or being a blessing to others. See, God gave us life not for us just to hold on just for us, but he gave us life. And I, I talked about this in, you have to go back to some of the ones in the other one. We talked really a lot of this, on this really quickly, a lot on this area, that we basically were made not just to keep to ourselves, but we're made to, to go out. That's what life basically does anyway. Life number one, it isn't just for you. It's you, you go out. It's a constant move. It's a constant goal. I'm giving something to somebody else. I'm not taking it all in for me. Okay. I'm going out. All right. Because, because distractions will come and then we lose focus because our energy is drained we cease to grow. Also, our desire to reproduce is lost. We become, we become concerned with ourselves instead of sharing or being a blessing to others. Life ceases because of being off course. Can I say that again? Life ceases because of being off course. Maybe I should explain that. Life ceases because of being off course. There are those sometimes that you talk to many that have or on the verge a lot of times of committing suicide. And if you really stop and think about it and ask them is because basically, number one, they had a purpose, and they had a plan of something was going and all of a sudden that got cut off and they lost all hope. They lost all hope. Okay. They got off course. The gleam in the eye goes away. The desire to live begins to leave and life seems very hard, hard to rest, very miserable, and find it hard to search for the best. Feeling lonely, yet around many people. The last stage is taking something just to make it from day to day. And you know many that are that way, and I do too. I know many that have got to the place where they, where they finally got to the place, the last stage of taking something taking something just to make it day to day. And there's many that have got into that of basically I'm taking pills. I'm taking pills. Why are you taking pills? Because I'm just existing. I'm not living, I'm existing. I'm not living, I'm existing. Just 
existing. Wow. And when you really stop and think about it, just existing. Okay. When you are out of God's will for your life, in spite of choices, which was given to us by the first Adam, we settle for the bare minimum of provisions provided for us. We live beneath our purpose. We miss out on opportunities and some blessings are put on hold for a time until we get back to the perfect plan of God for us. Is this true according to the Bible? Yes. In my first book, in my first book that I basically begin to write was called Return to Follow. We see that Elijah the prophet ran because of fear to the wilderness to get away from Jezebel. You'll find that in 1 Kings 19, 7. 1 Kings 19, 7. Fear. Think about it. It was fear. Fear will make you only endure life. Okay? It'll make you only endure life. That's all. It'll make you only endure life. And Elijah was like that. He was a prophet and he ran because of fear to the wilderness to get away from Jezebel. Huh. So God allowed him to run as run a day's journey and feel sorry for himself. And even to talk to God and ask, he wanted to die. And God allowed him to rest. Then he sent an angel to wake him up. Gave him food, <laughs> gave him food, and and then he let him go to sleep again. After the second time in the cave, God spoke to him in words of encouragement. He said, what are you doing here? <laughs> he gave him part of a plan. He gave him part of the plan for a purpose, just part of a plan. Elijah had to realize he wasn't the only one standing for God. As we there are many. Uh, as we, there are many that has that that as God's word said, that had not bowed their knees to Baal. Meaning you're not the only one that is actually living for God. There are more, and they too are happy. The secret is stay in God's purpose for your life. So therefore, life, as we call it, hold on in the wings just so we can obtain a feeling. A feeling or belonging. A belonging to what? Dreams, hopes, accomplishments that can all be done through the plan set by God, by the creator. He desire, his desire is that you prosper and be in health. You'll find that in, in 3 John 1 and 2. Prosper and be in health. That's right. <laughs> Yet there is something we must do, even as your soul prospers. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and that you'll be in health, even as your soul prospers. The soul, as we know it, is the place where we find our emotions, our love, and desire to live. 
Take away the soul of a person and you will find the shell of a person just living from day to day without, the, without any purpose or goals. When your soul finds prosperity, there is hope for everything you desire. The passion for life is great. The joy is full. Think about it. When your soul prospers, you are void of stress. Therefore, your health is complete. You have better focus. You have better insight. You have, you have energy. You have energy and a clear thought. Jesus spoke and said that your joy may be full. Fullness of joy is joy of spirit, soul, and body. The dictionary says that to prosper is to grow, thrive, succeed vigorously, high favor. When your emotions are stable and your love is given and shared, joy becomes complete. Isn't that beautiful? Love is full and there is peace. Maybe your surroundings are a mess, but you can be right in the midst of all that and have peace. How is that possible? The answer is right in the word. One, just one verse said in Isaiah Isaiah 26, 3, I'll say it again. Isaiah 26, 3 says, I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. I will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. So in the midst of confusion, we can stand unwavered and not stressed about anything. Psalms 119, 165 tells us great peace. Have they who love thy law and nothing can make them stumble. Great peace have they who love thy law, who stays with you, who understands your law, Lord, and nothing can stumble. Key words, who love your law and nothing can make them stumble. Look at the conditions. Who love your law the ones that not only love it, but are willing to stand with it, believe it, and will also obey it. Obey what? Obey the laws of God. Obey what his law is. Obey what his plan is. Job 36, 11. Think about what Job 36, 11 says. If they obey and serve him, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That's if they obey and serve him. Wow. They'll spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That, best, that basically speaks for itself. Taking about being happy. Can't help but be happy. <laughs> yeah, this verse was written by one of Job's accusers, but we still can take it as God's word. The bottom line is it's the truth. If they obey and serve him, they'll spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Paul added to this by saying whatsoever state you are in, therewith be content. That's found in Philippians 4.11, the second part of that verse. 
whatsoever, whatever state. But the first part of that was talking about that he had to learn. He said he has learned that what in whatsoever state that he was in, which tells us that we, that whatever state you are in, you can be content. He ended up, he ended it all up by saying, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me or gives me strength or infuses me with strength. That's Philippians 4, 11 through 13. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. I can do all things. Oh my God. Therefore, I can make it. Paul was in prison at the time of this letter to the church, to the church in, of Corinth or the of Philippi. To the church in Philippi, seeing that he seeing that he that he can be content when he knew, when he never knew when his sentence was going to be carried out. Paul had the assurance that the assurance and the peace that whatever situation you're in, when you when you know and not acquainted with God, you can be at rest, not with your surroundings, but with the assurance that you are not, that you are not in this permanently. He ends with, he ends this with, you can do all things through Christ, even the place where you are in right now, which gives you the strength to make it. Another version of the Bible says he infuses you with strength, meaning he takes he takes your weakness and pours into you life, life, energy. He pours into you energy, life, power. He takes on your weakness and he gives you his strength. So when you think of the meaning of life, one main thing is that life without Christ is life without life without destined purpose. So when you think of the meaning of life, one thing is that life without Christ is life without destined or designed purpose. Okay? John said, but these are written that and that believing ye might have life through his name. Isn't that awesome? That's chapter 20, verse 31. But these are written, and that and that believing you'll have life through his name, suggesting that we can have true life and it abundantly through the name of Jesus. <laughs> you may say many, many that are out there have life without Christ. I should say life without peace. Life without peace. And Jesus is our example. The Greek word for life is Zoe. <laughs> Jesus is our example. He lived life to the fullest. He conquered the three most things that can keep you from living life to the fullest. He conquered people, he conquered desires, he conquered your environment or your situation. And Jesus said, 
fear not the one that can destroy the body, but fear the one that can that can the one that can both destroy both soul and body in hell. That's Matthew 10 28. He did not fear man, he did not fear people, he knew what he knew. Another word for desire. The desire, and this is kind of an overview in that, is your will. Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane said, nevertheless, not my will, not, not my desire, but Lord, yours be done. That's Matthew 26, 30, 39, and 42. He said, not my will, Lord, but thine, your will be done. Your will be done. Basically, that's what he said. And then for environment, another thing that is, that is a uh, situation or surrounding is where you are. And he, and he conquered all that. No need to get angry at God. It's not God. Life, a lot of times is hard, not because of God. It's his precious people that makes it, sometimes it makes it hard. <laughs> it's their rules, their laws their control, then it is our fleshly wants and our desires. Most people are opposite, are opposite of the purpose. Most times the fleshly desires are opposite of the purpose and plan that God has for us, which, which in turn makes life hard. Proverbs 13, verse 15, he says, the way of a transgressor is hard. It's hard. Way of a transgressor is hard. Good understanding giveth favor, but the way of a transgressor is hard. To transgress means to go beyond limits. To go beyond limits. Set by. To violate. Okay? To violate a command or, or a law. To step across or go beyond. Transgress. It means you're going to step across or go beyond. You go out of the out of the limit that God has for you. You're going out of that area. Okay, so I mean, you know, when you really stop and think about, it, let's get to that. You get to the point of basically number one, your environment, your environment. You know, your environment. Your environment. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, so you really, you really stop and think about it. The environment that, you know, the environment that you have, you can conquer that. You don't have to. You really don't have to. Um, you really don't don't you don't have to. You know you don't you don't have to. Um, you don't have to be upset about your environment, or be upset about your surroundings, because God will give you peace, and you can conquer it. Amen. You can conquer it. I've just kind of gone over the, gone over this, 
amen and just kind of got to the point of just basically bringing you up next week we're going to talk basically about base uh we're going to talk about that your joy may be full we're going to talk in that area i believe that we can start getting into the part of that god wants us to totally have joy embrace happiness you don't have to be to the place where you are sad all the time and a lot of times there are those that are just basically at the point of just being sad we're going to do this we're, we're going to talk about this not next week but the week after amen next week we'll be out of town we'll not be able to be having the bible study amen we won't be have, having bible study next week but the week afterwards we're going to talk about that we're going to start with the base of talking concerning the part of of embracing happiness and we're going to get into that we're going to really get into that so that you, i'm going to start with so that your joy may be complete complete joy is what god wants for us joy that is full in every aspect of life i'm not saying basically you're going to be totally happy with everything that goes on you know but when you know that it's god's will when you know basically that it's god's will that you are there then you know automatically number one hey i am in god's will that's enough to make anybody happy i'm doing god's will you want to know that happiest hold on this you want to know the happiest thing is to know that you're in god's perfect will to know that you're in god's perfect will and that's exciting that's exciting that's exciting my brothers and sisters when you know that you're in god's perfect will when you know that you're in god's perfect will i'm sorry that's my this is my grand my granddaughter amen it's my granddaughter yeah amen well we're gonna i'm going to end right now because basically right now she's <laughs> yeah she's trying to do it but we'll talk two weeks from now yeah we'll talk two weeks from now let that preach Father, I pray in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would touch those that are listening. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise, Father God, until the next time that we get back on. Lord, let, let the, let's be able to play this over again and be able to hear what you have planned in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father God, that we can walk in your perfect will and in your plan. And we give you all the glory and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I thank you for listening. Like I said, we will not be um, here um, next week, um, but we will be here the following week. The following week, we're looking at possibly, oh my God, that that will be on the 10th. So we'll be, amen, continuing on the 10th. God bless you is my prayer. Amen.